I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by MasterCard, bridging the wealth gap together with Greenwood. This is part one of our interview with Lemire Mitchell. For more, tune in tomorrow for part two. Hey, Money Movers, welcome back to Money Moves, the daily podcast determined to give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. Hey, Money Movers, welcome back to Money Moves, the daily podcast determined to give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. I'm your host, Tanya Sam, and you may have seen our next guest on the popular tattoo show, Black Ink Crew Compton. He is also the founder of an ultra premium water ice business truck experience with an LA twist called Happy Ice. Welcome to the podcast, Lemire Mitchell. Hi, Lemire. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. So, Lemire, I'm really excited. You know, we followed your journey and so many people have graced your steps and haven't have been able to sample your delicious ice cream. And I want you to get our Money Moves audience familiar with your business. Tell us a little bit about Happy Ice. Um, so Happy Ice is uh, it's, it's a company that specializes in a product uh, that is rooted in Philadelphia called Philadelphia mm-hmm. Water Ice. Funny because the world doesn't really know a lot about it. Uh, everyone knows a Philly cheesesteak, but mm-hmm. they don't know Philly water ice. And it's just as as, as important uh, as a Philly cheesesteak. But Happy Ice, you know, it came, you know, the idea came to life when I moved here to L.A. And long story short, I wasn't able to find a treat that I grew up on uh, every single day of my life. So I honestly started Happy Ice, not even for the financial stability part of it. I really started it uh, selfishly to eat it myself. <laughs> uh, so 
So, you know, it's really uh, a passion project that ended up, you know, just growing to be something bigger uh, than I expected, very uh, quicker than I expected. And but I'm excited. You know, I'm excited about it because, you know, the goal was always to share the experience of Happy Ice with everybody else worldwide. And uh, and, and now we're making an impact and it's, it's been great. <laughs> It can, making an impact, making ice cream, making people happy and making some money. And you know what's really interesting because oftentimes entrepreneurs will say, you know, I'm looking for a problem to solve. And oftentimes the biggest problem is one that's like right that you're experiencing, the people around you are experiencing and sort of your superpower is like, I grew up in Philly. I grew up on this ice and it wasn't available in LA. So yeah. let's start at the beginning. So now you're like, I'm just going to make this for myself. How did you launch the business? Because right now you've grown to two trucks and a brick and mortar store. That's a huge accomplishment. So congrats, congrats. Thank but you. how did you sort of start with the first scoop? You know, I, I feel like, you know, everyone's when, when somebody is doing, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but I, I, I feel like you get called on sometimes and I feel mm. like you called on me. Um, and I feel like because I was open to uh, new opportunities mm. and I was like, thinking like, oh, this is what I'm doing in my life and this is the way that it has to go, that things kind of like happen for me naturally. Because I'm originally a tattoo artist, but when I looked into doing uh, Philadelphia Water Ice, I wanted to intern. I didn't want to be like, oh, just trying to like, you know, go out there and do anything. I wanted to intern with somebody. And the person I wanted to intern with was in Philadelphia is one of the biggest people I happened to have someone connected with that person. And wow. my uncle, my uncle called the person and was like, Hey, my nephew wants to do water ice. Would you be open to, you know, mentoring him? And by the grace of God, he was like, yeah, tell him to come through. And wow. it, it wasn't a joke. Like I really went there. Uh, he let me into everything in the back of the house, learn how to make the product, learn how to scoop the product, how to, you know, run the business. Um, cashier is my first like my first time being on a, on a cash register uh and really uh let me learn the ins and outs of the business and then on top of that uh sold me all of my first equipment for like a 80 percent discount and so wow. uh, yeah, he sold me my first machine uh gave me like two months worth of uh inventory for product okay this uh, is like your icy godfather yes yeah, my icy godfather <laughs> Sure. And, uh, and 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 sold me all the equipment I needed to do what I needed to do and all the inventory I needed for like the first two months and 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 then guided me also afterwards like you know just making sure I got my product out here until you know I started to get my my footing and then like you know started doing all my inventory orders myself but that's how it all started and then while wow. I was doing that you know I built a food truck in, in Philly uh, and shipped it to LA and. And yeah, and that, that was it. I had a lot of great, I would say I had a lot of great uh, mentors help me with learning a business. And then I had another mentor by the name of Barb in Philly, uh, who owned a company called Tasties, who had a food truck. And she set me up with her food truck manufacturer who gave, who, who built me a food truck for 45 grand. And okay, this is always what I, uh, this is, this is the <laughs> juice. So it costs approximately 45 grand to build a food truck. No. Uh, okay. I, Say that a food truck realistically might cost you today in today's mm -hmm. money, it might cost you somewhere around seventy thousand and above. Okay, that feels a little bit more like a hefty investment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. forty-five thousand was me getting lucky, I think, at right. the time. And that was five, what, six years ago? Five, six years ago. So because yeah, it was six years ago, but I got it built and then it took a little while to actually get it open. 
But yeah, so about seventy thousand, depending on where you at uh, in California, it's gonna cost me about one twenty, one twenty five. Wow, look at that difference. What I love about this is like you're like, hey, I had mentors, but these mentors weren't just like, here's a check. They were like, stand at this cash register for two weeks and learn the ins and out of business. And I think these are steps that sometimes people think that when they're going to be an entrepreneur, they're going to skip. But yeah. you have to learn every nuance of your business from the cash register to supplies to logistics to ordering. Um, what was what surprised you the most? What was the hardest part? The, the hardest part about starting a company, uh, honestly, I don't think that this really changes for anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hardest part is developing the team. Um, mm. I, I don't care what business you in. Uh, that is that 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 is the cream of everything. Like that is Lemire, like, you are right. Anybody that can figure out how to develop or, or or get the best team is typically the company that's the most successful. Um, yep. If you read, if I'm a, I read a lot. So uh, I read about, you know, for for example, I, I read a, the book called uh, The Ride of a Lifetime. It's about Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney. And, Ooh. and what he, I'm taking notes, y'all. The Ride of a Lifetime. Okay. The Ride of a Lifetime. And in, inside that book, you'll learn about the companies that Disney bought, the companies that they acquired. And, and most of the time, uh, you know, and all of the time, if, if you read through the book, he will tell you he only purchased Disney only purchased the companies that had the best teams, right? Yes, and, yeah. Really, and so one of the companies that he per- that they purchased was uh was Dream what what was it Dream no Pixar, Pixar, mm-hmm. Pixar was owned. A lot of people don't even notice. I learned this for myself through the book is that Pixar was owned by Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. I bought Pixar. I would buy any team that was working under Jobs. You are right. So Pixar was owned by Steve Jobs and Disney bought Pixar. Pixar, And the only reason why Disney bought that is because of the team that he developed. Wow. I mean, team is everything. And I love that even from an ice cream truck to Steve Jobs building Apple, it's team, which I also think speaks to leadership, right? If you're going to be an entrepreneur, if you were going to be the boss, like you have to know how to lead because otherwise your team falls apart. Yep. And you got to be a good casting director because a lot Mm. of times it's not about, as a leader, you got to be a great casting director. You, you, it's not always about what's on paper. It's about, does this person fit exactly what this role is? Right. Because Mm -hmm. sometimes, uh, you know, skill isn't everything. Sometimes they have to have a certain mannerism. Sometimes they have to have like skills outside of just technical skills that can be learned in school. Right. So um, that's the that's a big part in developing that team. And, and, and the, the the leader and the CEO who, who is the best cast director normally builds the best team and they right. normally are the biggest in our industry. So I want to talk about, you know, we talked a little bit about the startup costs. You've got trucks. These are some big money moves that you're making. You've got investment into the truck. What came first, the trucks, and then you decided to go brick and mortar? And talk a little bit about how you made those decisions and when you knew the timing was right. Um, the timing was right just in my gut. But, I, I mean, let's just start back. I started with a truck first, uh, mostly because I just didn't have money to start a brick and mortar, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's a... A heftier investment. <laughs> um, my brick and mortar I own on Melrose cost me three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So no, no way back then would I've been able to 
afford something of that, like that, you know, that amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but the truck was 45 grand. It was a great way to start. Not only was it uh, cheaper, it was a great way for marketing. It was a great way for me to go to all the different events, get out there in the city. Um, right. There's a lot of exposure that you get from going out into the city because a lot of people are not connected on social media. Social media only touch only touches one market, and that's yep. the market of people that's on social media. But then there's a lot of people that go to events that go there every year without ever having to look on social media because it's reoccurring, right? Yeah. And so yep. I was able to go to those events, get a lot, get the word out, get people to taste the product. And I, some events I went to, I barely made any money. Some events I went to, I didn't <laughs> make money. Uh, but that's just business. In the beginning, it's really all about marketing and just trying to break even if you can, right? It's not even about trying to be oh i'm getting rich this year it's just right can I start to staying alive right can i can i just break even and um but yeah so that that's that that's how that went um that that was that step from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board this is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare i'm elia connie and this is family therapy my best hopes i guess identify the life that i want and and work towards it I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good. And I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. 
You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Tell me a little bit about... um, how funding, you know, we're always talking about money moves. And on this podcast, it's everything from entrepreneurship, how we did it. Um, and oftentimes people, you know, they get their idea and they're like, I'm going after funding first. You know, you knew you wanted to build Happy Ice. Um, you had a good mentor. So some sort of led you into the business. At what point did you start going around being like, okay, I'm just going to kill my savings here? Or did you have some sort of nest egg that helped fund the initial days of the business? I was originally a tattoo artist, so that's how I funded oh. um, originally. This um, is this I, is bootstrapping, y'all, because sometimes people don't realize. They're like, listen, I worked my day or night job, right? Putting money aside. This is what we call like saving so that I could build my dream job. Right, right. right. So like, I, I worked every day uh, tattooing. <laughs> um, but as far as funding, it... it that's a that's a tough game, right? Yeah. It's a tough game because um, now that I'm in entrepreneurship, <laughs> uh, one thing I feel like that I've learned is that if you do have a good idea, uh, funding normally bangs your door down, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I have I have an insane amount of people that's trying hard to get into happy guys. Right? Wait, I, I just need people to understand. I'm banging on the counter here. When you have a good idea, the money comes to you. And this is the thing that I want our community to understand because the other narrative in our community is like black people don't get funded, which I understand is overly hard. I'm not saying that we don't have hurdles, but there's another expression that I love really so much that is like greed trumps money. So now you got such a good idea. You have people lining up to get at your ice cream. People are lining up to invest in your business. That's something special. Yeah, they line up to invest in, and I know, and and also just to tap into the, you know, black people are are are, are less invest. Uh, it's harder for us to get investments. Um, I think I want. I don't know today if that's all based off the color of our skin. Mm-hmm. I think that we should, uh, you know, not not look in the mirror, but more so understand that it's really due to our lack of education, right? Because yes, yes, I, because uh, you know financial literacy a lot of people say it but they don't really understand it and so like when you want to get funding there's certain things that you have to have type uh, y'all amir is telling you stuff that you may or may not have wanted to hear today (laughs) you gotta have like you gotta have your bookkeeping tight you gotta have like your bookkeeper gotta be having your stuff super tight so when you walk into that bank you're able to show why this investment makes sense 
right? But a lot of people don't have that type. We weren't educated yes. to do that. We weren't educated that if you start a business, you have to have a bookkeeper. You have to from have day one, not from like oh, I'll figure one. out those books yesterday. Yeah. And 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 this is so yeah. important, yeah. you guys. It is this is we like this is so important. It's those details, and it's being able to have these conversations in our community from the beginning. We're not, you know, the days of like oh everything's a cash business and you sweep it under the rug are over. Like you need to be so accountable. So you got to have them finances super tight because that's what they're going off of. Um, yep. And then also you got to have your credit type. I, I ain't gonna lie. I think that, I think that we are learning a lot about credit, but I don't think we're not, we're not talking enough about bookkeeping. Um, yes. We're not, we're not talking enough about CPAs. We're not talking enough about just being compliant all around, all around yep. the board because uh, when a, when a company is investing or a person is investing, they're, they're putting money at risk. So yeah. they're not just, you know, even they're not just going to look at your revenue. They want to look at, you know, profit. They don't look at, are you being compliant? Is this a company that could possibly make a mistake that where my investment is lost? Like it's all they of look that. At different things. Um, and if we're not hitting on those, then you're not going to get invested. Then into you're not going to close the deal. You're not going to close the deal. And I think that we're just not educated on all the other things. I think the only thing we know about is hustle. Oh, we make yes. money. Yes. Yeah, we don't know. Like we not we not checking all the other things off the board, and yeah. I think that's that's really the yeah. issue when it comes to funding. And you know, in any sort of business that I mean, ice cream's commodities. You need to know, like, it is completely within the right for an investor to be like, how much is the price of sprinkles? Because that factors into your bottom line. So when people are asking you that in diligence, they're not trying to trap you, but this is also about, you know, making smart investments on their side, not philanthropy. So we need to know everything. And, you know, when you talk about building team, when you talk, all of these are integral members of your team, like hire the accountant bookkeeper first. If you don't know how to run an Excel spreadsheet, because I'm not great at it, I am not, but I can pay people to do it. But then at the same time, you have to understand you need to have enough understanding to oversee the process. This isn't just one of those things where you throw your hands up. I think the best entrepreneurs and go, well, my accountant stole all my money and I didn't know. Like, you got to pay attention. Yeah. And and, and also you got to have not just have understanding of how to see the process through time to see the process through right yeah and yeah and so that's another thing when it comes to funding investment and also for for people like I, i'm not gonna lie you know like I, i've made my mistakes too so but i know today that um before you ever even take an investment you should have a tight business plan mm-hmm. and the business plan is not just based off how much money you need it's going to it's a whole nother part of the business plan is how am I going to execute it? What team is needed in order to execute it? What roles are needed? Who's doing what? How are they doing it? And what are they responsible for? And yep. so until until you're able to uh, uh, produce that part of the business plan, that's another reason why somebody wouldn't invest because they like, OK, I, you have the plan of why you need the money and what you want to do. But do you have a track record of execution? What have you done it previously? And now, yes. that you're, now that you're scaling, uh, what is your what is your organization chart? What is your manpower plan to actually mm-hmm. execute this plan? Because you're asking for investment, so that's more than what you've done before. You're trying to add on. Okay, who are you bringing on board to help you make sure that this that you see this through? Because I'm not. I don't want to put my money into something. Just if you have no plan for it, exactly. Right? So uh, yeah, it's 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 the team like team planning like it's all you gotta really you it's it's a lot that goes into this thing and the more the more i'm into it the more i'm learning about it and the more i actually want to do these interviews and talk because i'm like yo like 
I didn't know none of this stuff. Right. right. I, and it's not a secret. This is the thing. Yeah. Just in our community, you know, we didn't talk about it like at the breakfast table, at the dinner table, so that it become became our native language. So it's not a secret. And even you're yeah. saying, you're like, I'm self-taught. I read books. I went on podcasts and I found out how to do it. And, you know, I, I, I really believe it's not a secret, but we need to share these stories so much more so that we can educate ourselves and just, you know, pursue excellence. Yeah. Read them books, man. Like, like if nobody take anything from this, it's like there is no secret to success. It's you need mentors. And the great thing is, is that anybody can be a mentor today. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, Jay-Z has wrote, written a book. I think Diddy's written a book. It's like, Steve Jobs has written a book. Yeah. Bob Iger's written a book. Warren Buffett has written a book. And so what they're doing is they're giving you information out of that brain they're putting in the book. So if you read the book of Warren, by Warren Buffett, he's now your mentor. He has taught you things. He and is so now like, your mentor. You you can you can have so many different mentors, but a lot of people don't like to read. They don't understand that investment into your mind, body, and soul is important, and that that pours out into the business. So you want to always uh, make that investment into your mind. I try to make an investment to my mind every morning. That's the first. Cause that's the most important thing of my day is yep. to invest into my mind. And then, you know, you want to make sure you're eating good and all that stuff too. But you got to feed your soul, feed your mind yeah. and the rest follows. One last question, please yeah. tell our money movers audience where they can find you. I want to know where the trucks are, the locations. I want to know your social media. Right. So you can find uh happy ice brick and mortar, uh, seven days a week in Melrose. So if you come to LA, Melrose is definitely, one of the biggest tourist blocks out here for shopping. Uh, yes. Uh, Chanel and ice cream. It sounds like every right. girl's favorite fantasy. Exactly. So you can uh, definitely catch happy ice here if you, you know, a tourist. And then for the trucks, the trucks pop up, but we will, we have our, uh, our location for the trucks um, on our website, happyicela.com. Okay. One of our trucks is currently in downtown Disneyland. Um, so we're going to be there to September 4th, maybe extend it a little longer. You know, we already got our one extension, so it's not to be crazy to think that we can't get two. Yep. Um, so, so yeah, and um, uh, you know, follow us on Instagram, straight out Happy Ice, and uh, for my Instagram is my name directly, Lamar Mitchell. Uh, I did that because I wanted to, people to remember me as who I am and uh, leave that legacy. Oh my gosh, I love this. I can't wait to check out Happy Ice. I will be there ASAP. I'm planning a trip to LA, so I will be out there. Lemire, it was such a pleasure. Uh, congrats to you. Best of luck. And I can't wait to see you as you like send us ice cream from the, from the moon of, yeah. of entrepreneurship. So thank you so much for coming on the Money Moves podcast. And Money Movers, please make sure you check out Happy Ice and tag us when you go there in their, in their posts on their social. All right, Money Movers, that's all the time we have for today. But make sure to follow Lemire and Happy Ice on all his social media handles. And if we have helped you make your money move, please make sure to let us know by sending us a like, sharing the knowledge, and and or leaving us a review on Apple Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, Money Moves audience. If you want more or a recap of this episode, please go to thebankgreenwood.com and check out the Money Moves podcast blog. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.